When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Penguins to Go, your daily dose of Pittsburgh Penguins news and analysis. You can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from. I'm your host, Nick Berlansky, and today I want to talk about two players in the Pittsburgh Penguins' bottom six because it's been an issue all season long. The Penguins have been a top six team where all of their offense, or at least most of their offense comes from their top two lines. Their bottom two lines have not really been productive all season long, but in general, they've gotten better play out of the bottom six since the trade deadline earlier this month. With that in mind, though, the Penguins need to separate the two players that I like to call the Houdini brothers. Now, before we get to those two guys, I will say... While the bottom six has been better, they haven't done much in the way of scoring actual goals, which some people will say, well, that's all that matters, which you're not completely wrong, but they're holding their own much better than they were before the trade deadline. At least when you watch a Penguins game now, it looks like they have the makings of a complete team. They've played well. Over the past couple of weeks, sometimes the results don't follow, but you can see that they're trending in a much better direction more often than not. Now, part of that is some of these bottom six players have even shown that they could be pieces to build around next season, right? If you asked me a couple of weeks ago, I would have told you it's probably best that the Pittsburgh Penguins bring back as little or no bottom six players from this year as possible when entering next season. But that's not necessarily true. I think Drew O'Connor has certainly impressed me enough that I would like to see him get another chance next season. Ryan Paling, if he can stay healthy, has shown the makings of a very talented fourth-line center in the National Hockey League. And Josh Archibald has been pretty consistent all year as a decent fourth-line right wing. If he's in that role, or even a 13th forward role, I think you're pretty happy for the Pittsburgh Penguins. But like I mentioned, there's two guys. I call them the Houdini brothers. They need to be separated. Because they cannot play on the same line. Because it's just not yielding any results. That's why I call them that. And that's Danton Heinen and Mikhail Granlund. Too often, we see both of these guys... Make zero impact on the game. Last night was the one time they actually produced something, which was a secondary assist, I believe, for Danton Heinen on the P.O. Joseph goal that cut the lead to 3-2. to two. But more often than not, these guys are not producing very much, if anything, offensively. 
Now, it's not the worst trait to have as a player. That means they aren't costing the Penguins anything, and they're not getting caved in by their opponents. But still, when you're in the position that the Pittsburgh Penguins are in, fighting for that last playoff spot, trying to eke out points over the Florida Panthers and the New York Islanders, you don't need a stalemate. You need difference makers. Not to say that, obviously, like, Mikhail Granlund and Danton Hyde and their NHL talents, sure, but they just disappear way too often. How many times since the trade deadline, I believe it's been 11 games, how many in those 11 games have you just said, I completely forgot these two guys were on the team? They're not noticeable out there. And again, if that's a defenseman, that's the perfect trait. But as a third-line winger, as a pair of third-line wingers, it's not the best trait to have, especially when your team needs you to start producing and chipping in on the offensive side of the puck. These two guys haven't shown that ability, unfortunately. Since the trade deadline, Mikhail Granlin has scored two points in 11 games. Both of those points came in the 5-1 to victory a couple weekends ago over the Philadelphia Flyers. So he hasn't scored a point against anybody of real substance this year. Again, not trying to, to diss the Flyers, but they're not a team that's really serious about winning hockey games this season. They're young, they're rebuilding, and Mikhail Granlin scored a goal in garbage time against them, and that's so far his only goal as a Pittsburgh Penguin. Danton Heinen, in his last 13 games, which is since Kapanen was waived, which gave... Heinen the opportunity to get back in the lineup because he was a healthy scratch for a period of time before that. In the last 13 games, four points, including only one goal. He had an assist last night on a goal that cut the lead, like I said, the P.O. Joseph goal. But four points in 13 games. They're centered by Ryan Paling, and as we all know, Paling is not out there to score goals. So these guys have to be separated. The Pittsburgh Penguins are getting more offensive opportunities and more highlight opportunities from their fourth line of Drew O'Connor, Jeff Carter, and Josh Archibald. Carter scored two goals against Colorado, but even taking that away, Archibald and O'Connor have been much more noticeable on the ice than Granlund and Heinen. Not a good sign considering you have Granlund for two more years at $5 million, Heinen luckily for the Penguins, is probably going to be somebody they cut bait with. So what is the solution here? Granlin's not going anywhere. I just mentioned it. Two years left on this deal. $5 million per season. It's going to be hard to move it if they choose to. They're not going to choose to. They just acquired the kid three weeks ago. So he's not going anywhere. He's going to stay in the lineup. Specifically because not only was he acquired just now, not only... Is he set to play on the Penguins for a couple seasons to come? But he does have that versatility where he can play the center or he can play the right wing. And also, he plays on the penalty kill. So, Granlin's not going anywhere. That's fine. It is what it is. Can he be a facilitator? Can he be a playmaker? Yes. Have we seen it yet? I would say no. We haven't seen it yet. But, potentially, that can be brought out. That leaves Danton Heinen. What do you do with Danton Heinen? I've called him a cockroach a couple times, and that's 
nothing against his character, just the fact that it seems like he is not the coaching staff's favorite player on the team. I think that's the best way to say it. He's caught healthy scratches multiple times throughout the season. He did last season as well. There have been stretches where he's played less than five minutes as a fourth line winger, but there's also been times where he's been deployed in the top six. So he really just finds a way to stick around. Good career quality because, you know, it gets you paid, gets you games, gets you at the NHL level, keeps you at the NHL level too. But for the Pittsburgh Penguins who need difference makers, I just don't see it coming from Danton Heinen. We haven't seen it really all season other than maybe the first five games of the year. So what's the solution there? You don't want to separate Drew O'Connor and Josh Archibald, who are the wingers on the fourth line. They're starting to feed off of each other. They're starting to create opportunities. And their combined forechecking is some of the best that the Pittsburgh Penguins bottom six has seen in a couple of years, actually. Maybe apart from Evan Rodriguez, who was kind of a jack-of-all-traits, these two guys are playing very well together on that fourth line. Do you really want to break that momentum up? No, probably not. So it might be once again time to sit Danton Heinen down. Again, not that he's playing poorly. It's not that he's going out there getting beat. He's not missing defensive responsibilities. He's not costing the Penguins any games. But they're certainly not winning any games because of Danton Heinen, and it doesn't look like they're going to win any games because of Heinen anytime soon. So it might be once again time to have him take a seat in favor of a guy that was brought up on emergency loan, impressed in a short sample size, struggled for a game or two, and was sat down subsequently. That's Alex Nylander. Right? I would be surprised if Danton Heinen re-signs in Pittsburgh again. Somebody I could see re-signing in Pittsburgh is Nylander. Why not give that kid the opportunity with 10 games left in the season to get in there, make a difference, and prove that he's going to be worth bringing back next season? Now, Nylander plays the right side, so maybe you slide Paling over to left wing, where he has played this season, put Granlin back at center, and put Nylander on the right side. Not the worst option, I feel like. When I think of that third line... I think, okay, is it miles better than what we've seen with Heinen, Granlund, and Paling? No. Maybe not miles better. But do I think it has more offensive upside with Nylander in the lineup versus having a guy like Dan Heinen in the lineup? That I see nine times out of ten. Nylander had one assist in his six games so far this season, but... He's shown way more offensive upside, which is why he went from being a third liner when he first got recalled to being put on the second line and playing there for a couple of games before, of course, everything was mixed around in that weird setting of losses that they should have been wins against Montreal and even a weird game against Columbus. But Nylander has shown that he has offensive upside. The one thing that he has struggled with career-wise was defense. 
putting him out there with Granlund, who plays on the penalty kill, and Paling, who plays on the penalty kill, and both are fairly defensively responsible. Not to mention the fact that Nylander has been better than advertised on the defensive side of the puck in his six games. I could see this being a third line that might actually produce something. Which is what the Pittsburgh Penguins are going to need. There's 10 games left in the season. The Penguins currently sit in a playoff spot by one point. One single point. They're going to need everybody. Yes, Sidney Crosby is out of his mind electric right now. Yes, Evgeny Malkin is having a fantastic season. Yes, the Pittsburgh Penguins did dodge a bullet having Jason Zucker and Jake Gensel both be game-time decisions after blocking a shot on Wednesday, but still being able to play, and play fairly well, I might add. But the Pittsburgh Penguins, if they're going to make a playoffs, and if they're going to make any noise once they get there, they need more from the third line. And the Houdini brothers of Mikhail Granlund and Dayton Heinen just aren't cutting it. Not a bad thing that they haven't been giving up a ton of goals. Not a bad thing that they haven't been giving up a ton of opportunities. But you need more than that at this stage of the season. Having two players that play the exact same way, that don't produce offensively, is not what you want. Alex Nylander, like I said, hasn't gone out there and lit the world on fire. But he certainly gave this team a spark when he first came up and played for the team. And he'll give him a spark if he gets back in the lineup again. So with 10 games to go, that's what I do. Separate the Houdini brothers, throw Alex Nylander back in the lineup, sit Danton Heinen down. Not like if it doesn't work out, you can't put Danton Heinen back in. And it's not that big of a gamble, considering the overall level of performance that you've gotten from both Nylander and Heinen this season. Give it a shot. That's my suggestion. But that's going to do it. For this episode of Penguins to Go, remember you can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcast from. That's it for this one. We'll see you guys next time.